0: Tyler Joseph and Josh Dunn make up the talented band 21 Pilots. I first met Josh coming off the heels of my first 21 Pilots concert in 2017 when someone from his team reached out to me for him to come on the podcast to talk about his new company and venture with Haley Williams from Paramore. The two of them teamed up to do a hair dye product and it was really successful. Since then, Tyler and Josh have done a lot, including making a lot of new music to get us through the fourth turning, this current seculum, They both got married, and Tyler has a couple of kids. In fact, Tyler and his wife Jenna are reported to be having their third child next month. Frontman Tyler gets a lot of the attention, but the more shy Josh, who feels more comfortable doing his talking with his drumsticks, rarely does interviews, so this one means a lot to me as I'm a a big fan. I'm super impressed with this band made up of just two people who puts on an incredible show and makes music that millions of fans love, including me. This shout out is not sponsored, but 21 Pilots has a new single out called Overcompensate, and their new album called Clancy drops in May. I'll leave the links to the description so you can listen or get tickets to a concert coming to a city near you. All right, here we go.
1: Hi, my name's Josh. I play drums in a band called Twenty One Pilots, and you're watching Behind the Brand.
0: This episode is brought to you by WeWork. Being able to work remotely is a game changer. You don't have to spend time and money commuting, and often you can work from anywhere in the world. But it does have its downsides. It can be pretty lonely working from home, and if you're off traveling, it can be really hard to find somewhere to sit down and work without a sticky table. That's where WeWork comes in. WeWork is co-working space with offices all over the world. They have everything you need. Fast Wi-Fi, free tea and coffee, and loads of desk space and meeting rooms. So you always have somewhere to get your work done, whether that's alone or with friends and co-workers. And with WeWork On Demand, you can book co-working space by the day and meeting rooms by the hour at locations all around the world. Thanks to our friends at WeWork, you can get 50% off your next co-working space booking. Head to we.co forward slash Brian 50. That's B-R-Y-A-N 50. Download the WeWork app and enter code B-R-Y-A-N 50. That's Brian 50 to get 50% off your next booking. Here we go. Hey everyone, I'm Brian Elliott. Welcome to another edition of Behind the Brand. Today I'm here with 21 Pilots, amazing drummer, Josh Dunn. Josh, welcome. Thank you. I usually ask my guests, how'd you get this job?
1: Uh... There's two of us in my band, um, and I feel that the answer is pretty boring. Um, So, but I'll tell you the truth. I I really just handed in my resume uh, to Tyler um, probably like 40 times, and then he accepted it. That's not
0: true at all either.
1: Um, Did
0: you guys grow up together?
1: We didn't grow up together, and a lot of times we actually, we talk about if we did, if we went to the same school, if we would even be friends in high school um and i think there's something interesting about that too just kind of life and where it leads you and and how sometimes things about you can change and morph into a person that then would kind of mesh well with somebody else later and that's really interesting
0: i just had a vision of like the breakfast club like
1: no we met after high school and it was really just through mutual friends but i think that uh we were aware of each other in columbus ohio where we're from and and i think that, that was Kind of like the the building we had kind of like a uh a distant respect for each other
0: musically and um, how early did you get started with music?
1: Well, I started playing music in middle school, I think uh, but I started playing the
0: trumpet was my first instrument so you were like in the orchestra or something
1: not the orchestra I was in my my high school's band
0: marching band or like
1: uh, sort of my band my school didn't have a marching band um because I graduated with like forty kids, so it was like a really small um, private school. But I, I did my best. Um,
0: so you're like a bando, a total band kid, band camp. Like, were you, were you the cool kid, or were you kind of nerdy? Uh,
1: I was definitely, I was definitely the cool kid for sure, uh, but a cool nerd, I guess. Yeah. Um, were
0: you do- doing the hair back then too? Like, uh,
1: the, actually, the funny thing about the school that I went to is I was not allowed. It was very. Um, it was very militant, and I had to wear a uniform to school. And um, my senior year of high school, my, my principal came up to me, and he said uh, the very first day, he didn't even say hi or anything. He said, you got to get a haircut. And um, he said, you can do
0: the rock and roll thing. Now I'm thinking of Beastie Boys, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's what it was like. And so, yeah, he, he said I could do the rock and roll thing after high school. And a couple years after that, um, I was playing in a band and I ran into him at the airport and we're I think the band that I was playing in was going overseas to play a festival thing and oh, what are you doing? And I said, Well, I'm doing the rock and roll thing like you like you told me to do
0: after. So that was kind of like one of my favorite moments. Did you prove him right or did you prove him wrong or did you like follow your dreams? Like what what was that me- why did it make you feel good? That's a good question.
1: I think that uh I think that I've always been kind of I've kind of always had like a respectful rebellion. <laughs> I guess like I think I'm too nice of a kid to be full on um rebellious, but I've like wanted to. I think that's like m- like inside I want to I want to rebel like all the way, but but I but I can't. So I I don't know. I think in a way I felt really good because uh I think that he was he, he was telling me to do something that I didn't really understand or agree with uh, and, it, and it had to do with um, how I looked or my, my style and the way that I expressed myself. And I wasn't okay with that. Um, and a lot of times, sometimes that would just force me to want to go the other direction. I think a lot of people probably
0: relate to that. Why weren't you okay with that? I mean, it's obvious, you know, you judge a book by a cover it's wrong, you know, but what, what was it inside you that you think fueled your fire?
1: Well, there's a lot of things in life. I feel like we're sort of supposed to do, um,
0: like what? Well,
1: go to school, graduate high school and go to, go to college. Were you supposed to be a
0: lawyer or something or
1: maybe I was supposed to, I, I, I don't know. I think, um, yeah, I, I think People look at our lives as kind of this trajectory that that there is kind of like a a certain thing that you're supposed to do, um, and with that a certain way that you're supposed to look.
0: But there's, I
1: think that there's a lot of people who disagree with that.
0: Is it okay for someone to be, you know, a respectful rebel and not look this way? I mean, what's what's your message to them? Definitely, um,
1: I'm. I'm. I don't think that I'm. Uh, standard of how somebody should look either, and I, I think that that's the cool thing is that we can we can look however we want. Yeah.
0: Is there like a rock band store where like you go to shop for like these awesome like skin tight leather pants or like is there a place on the internet that exists? It's like it's like maybe even private access. Yeah, like have to prove like you're legit where you can order this stuff. Is there a place that exists like that? There should be.
1: There should be, but half the fun is just picking it out somewhere. Some are random. Uh, how do you? What's? How do you describe
0: your style, beyond respectful rebel?
1: Respect. I think. I think that we came up with that today,
0: and I like yeah. that. I'm gonna totally screen like freeze frame that, and then like underneath it's gonna say Josh Town, respectful rebel. Smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that gonna gonna yeah, that's gonna be the thumbnail. Yeah, it's gonna be so good. Um, can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait either.
1: How would I describe? Um, well, I've always loved music, and we talked about skateboarding earlier too. And, um, I think that sometimes those things go hand in hand. And I guess that I looked at my friends around the time that I started doing both of those things, which was around the same time, middle school, and kind of just emulated what they were doing in a way and then kind of tried to turn that into my own thing or, uh, expound upon that. And, um, I think that I, I'm I'm more of a quiet person too in general, and so sometimes I think that uh, I like to, con- to consider myself as a speaker through the drums, um, and I can kind of hide behind the drums uh, so that I don't have to talk as much.
0: Um, That's interesting. So I don't do. Are people surprised when they hear you say that that you're kind of quiet, reserved?
1: Yeah, I think so um, because I think that. The one place that I that I feel really comfortable um, is sitting at a drum kit, and not that I feel like I'm even great at that. Um, I remember you are great at that. Oh, well, thanks. I, I I remember the first time that I that I like really knew that I wanted to play the drums is I was I I walked to Guitar Center every day and i played their electric drums and i would plug the headphones in yeah yeah you got all the all the 80s drum samples yes. and i didn't know how to like separate each limb and then once i finally realized how how i could do those and separate them and play a drum beat that was a moment where i knew that i wasn't an, an amazing drummer but i took the headphones out and turned the speaker on cuz i didn't care who listened at that point um because that was me doing You know, doing something. And I thought that that was such a cool
0: concept. Do you feel the rhythm? How does that work? I mean, like, I can hear rhythm in my head, but I can't make it translate, like, to my feet, like I'm a terrible dancer. Um, I can feel the rhythm, I can feel the beat, though. And I can, like, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, how would you describe how it works within your mind?
1: I would say it's pretty much all feeling at first when i um if uh if the guy in my van tyler if he play because he, he plays a bunch if he plays me like a piano thing then i'm gonna kind of feel that and and play a beat based off of kind of how i feel yeah. to that and then maybe hone it from there and then turn it into a little bit more like something that makes sense or a little more mathematical but i think that um that's the cool thing about music to me um and has always been it's just kind of um the way it makes me feel when i listen to it and then kind of a a separate but very similar way that it makes me feel when i play it um so i would say it's very feeling based
0: yeah what's one of your favorite songs of ours of your own yeah, yeah. um and tell me why it's your favorite like do you like it because it's the most fun to play or it has special meaning or i think uh
1: Yeah, my favorite one to play is probably a song called Trees, and um, it's not from our most recent album, but that one we always play last, and um, being a part of a two-person band and a drummer, um, it's kind of crazy because most drummers are kind of like stuffed in the back behind all the band members, and uh, I'm more in the front.
0: Or being handed over the crowd as you play on a platform. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sometimes that too. And that's so cool. Yeah. And that's a, that's a really fun moment. But I think that, uh, I feel a little bit more, uh, I feel a little more like I need to put on a show, I guess. And I need to, I need to perform. And so the whole set is very, I try to be as energetic as possible. And, um, so I, I also try to be just
0: completely wiped and exhausted by the time the show is over that translates by the way, totally get that when you watch that show it's it's incredible
1: thank you yeah. yeah, it's um it's also I mean, but it's also therapeutic for me, so it's not you know but and then I think getting back to that song, um the whole show is such a performance, but then I think that song is the one that I kind of use for myself, um and all of them are kind of are in a way, but that one really is. And, um, and for some reason it always feels like it's like the beginning of the show too. It feels, um, very refreshing and I, I don't even feel like, I feel like I've, I've just got like a new, a new energy.
0: Yeah. It reminds me of one of my favorite quotes, T.S. Eliot, who said, um, we must not cease from exploration, right? Yeah. The, the way to do it is to end where you first began and to know the place for the very first time. That's what he said. The other thing that strikes me at your concerts is everyone knows every song and they're singing, you know, and um, you seem to have particularly loyal fans. Yeah. What's that about? Like, how did you do that?
1: I don't know if that's something that I did. Um, I don't know. It. it um, I think that what I'll say is that when we started um, – that's the tricky part in a band is is right when you kind of start and you gotta um you can't just put a song on the radio and you can't just you can't just be like all right i think this one's good i think it's gonna be a hit and then deliver it to a radio station or whatever so for us it was kind of just about playing live and putting you know we we try to um write songs around what it would look like live and one of the first times i went over to um tyler's to work on music he was kind of like showing me an idea that he had. And he was like, in this moment, we're going to put a, a a bass drum on top of, you know, the crowd. And, and that was something that we both like that, that made sense to us,
0: I think. And then I'm going to jump off the top of the piano.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was all sorts of just like, what can we, how, what can we do to get people to go tell their friends about it or to come back to a show? And, um, I think that, People did start to do that, and you know, if, if one person went and told their their brother and their their best friend, and then bring somebody, um, then the next time that we come back, there's more people there. And um, what's cool is that uh, I think that we've accumulated a, a group of people that that want to stick around and that have kind of taken the songs and make make made them their own and um, and applied their own meaning to it, which I think is. Really
0: cool. Yeah, well, let me stop you short and remind you not to sell yourself short, right? Like, so you just walked us through how you and Tyler created this band and created this audience and built this amazing product, your music. You know, the principles are the same. Right. It's just a different product. You know, it's a you know it's it's hair care product or it's whatever. It doesn't matter. The principles are still the same. It's got to be authentic. You've got to believe in it. It's got to be great. And then you keep people coming back, right?
1: Yeah, and I think that I do think that shows. And um, if we were sitting here talking about uh, me investing in a startup company for ketchup, uh, I'd be a less, I'd be a lot less enthusiastic. And I think that oh, why do you got to hate on ketchup? Ketchup's great. No, I love ketchup. But I,
0: I... you know, a lot of people watch this show love ketchup. <laughs> so don't go there. I mean, I'm not one of them. I'm more of a mustard guy. Me too. For, for reals, yeah.
1: Um, no, I think, I think that's, that's, I think that's an important thing to talk about too, though, is that there is somebody out there who's very passionate about ketchup. And, um, I find that fascinating, um, how, uh, everybody has something a little bit different that makes them tick. And, and that's what's so cool to me. Um, knowing that I don't have to go and figure out how to make ketchup to put on my, hot dog because somebody's very passionate about it already before me and has done a a great job of doing it and uh or at least i would hope they are because uh, i think that's when the the best products come about um so for me i think that this is something that i've that i've lived with for a a really long time and so for that to feel so natural to move into that um I, i think that's that's the best scenario
0: so a lot of people who watch this show, they have YouTube channels. They're creating content or they're aspiring musicians or actors or artists, whatnot, mathematicians. There's so much out there now, though, right? You know, when the Beebs got started, there was next to nothing on the Internet. And, yeah. you know, he got discovered and the rest is history, right? And, and everyone's benefited from this groundswell of the Internet, um, content being so accessible on our phones, you know, all that. So do you think that said... Now is like the best time or the worst time to start something totally new. And I guess the other thing to think about, too, another layer is would it be or is it harder for you to start something now that you are kind of established? You know, maybe you don't feel the pain as much if you lose X amount of dollars versus when you first started, when you had a lot farther to fall. What do you think? Easier now or was it easier back then?
1: That's a great question. I think it depends on. What it is that you're trying to start. Um,
0: so you have this new venture. Yeah. Was it easy? Was it like, oh, let's do this, man? Or
1: um, it was kind of that was kind of a no brainer to me. Um, and I think that goes along with uh, people doing what they love. And for me, it was uh, it wasn't anything that I needed persuaded by um, or some kind of lengthy expl- explanation even of like what it is and, and how it could work just something that started out really fun to do um as a self-expression and it's something that I still enjoy doing. And I I never knew. I think the first time I did I was like, oh this could be cool or this would, this will be fun or to try something different or new. And it became something that I just really enjoyed doing a lot um and kept doing and am still doing. Um, and so I think that that that's for me, I guess when I say that, I'm not I've never considered myself much of a businessman, but uh I like to go where into things that I really enjoy doing.
0: Yeah. It's uh, a for us bias us kind of thing, right? Like
1: I think that it's easier now for me uh to to be a part of something um different or new. And the reason why is because I think that if I was if I could go back it's been a journey in trying to figure out what's the best way to do it or the healthiest way or what kind to get. Um, and if I had somebody telling me all these reasons, then I think that then I'd be like, Oh, cool. Well, I'm into it then.
0: We talked a little bit about fear. Um, you're established, you know, you have a little bit of traction. Few people are listening to what you're doing, paying attention. Um, still what keeps you up at night? Like, what are you afraid of? There's a lot that I'm afraid of, uh, sharks. I'm also afraid of sharks.
1: Yeah, I hate the ocean.
0: I love the ocean, and so it kills me. It's ironic, right? Like I love it so much, but I'm so I have this irrational fear.
1: I don't think it's irrational though. They're pretty big and they have huge teeth,
0: right? But like statistics say, like you have a better chance of getting hit by a car, or struck by yeah. lightning, or something, right? So it's it's a little bit illogical. Yes, you're right. Yeah, but it is
1: scary out there, right? It's so scary. I, I, I rarely can get in the beach because, because of sharks. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't really live like super close to a beach, so it doesn't keep me up every night, only some nights. Um, and then I don't know, I, I think the idea of even the idea of success, um, and it's interesting. And I think that my band over the past, really the past year has been crazy the past year and a half or two years. Um, and a lot of people will come to us and say, congratulations on your success and it's great. And, um, and it's a very positive thing, but at the same time, at that moment, when somebody says that, I also kind of feel like that's the, that the in that moment is when I need to do something else and and push forward whatever, you know, whatever that success was. It's in the past now.
0: Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I've talked to so many really successful people and they've said the exact same thing. It's like, as soon as they hear the compliments coming, they think, "Uh Oh yeah. Yeah. As someone's nipping right at my heels. Yeah. whether it's my competitor or my own complacency or my own ego. It, they, it's like, that's the panic moment. Oh no.
1: I also just realized how, uh, how add I am, and um, I I I get on Spotify and I listen to music. I, I it's it's great how much music is on there and how easy it is to discover music. But at the same time, I realize that there's an ocean of music on there, and um, it's it's crazy that any band would come out higher up than another band or more successful. Because um, I every day I listen to so many good artists that I'm just you know, it's it feels overwhelming sometimes. And so it is kind of like, well, what happens next? And what do we do next? And how you know, how can and now that this tour that we just did is done, now how do we do a better one in the future? Um and sometimes I wish that I was in this situation but I was like eighty years old. So it's like, okay, cool, I can kinda like take a rest and be done. Uh but yeah, I think that just the idea of continuing to carry on and, and out to yourself every day, um, whether it's your job or your or your hobbies or if you know whatever your your other goals are, um, just trying to sort of do better than you did yesterday.
2: I mean, we were just sitting back, you know, <laughs> chopping it up, reminiscing about the good old days and all that, <laughs> you know, tracking my roots, where I came from. And- Like I say man, always said it, it's not about the destination, it's all about the journey, ain't nothing changed with the weather. The dangling carrot that hang from the rear view uh-huh. Your dreams in the past ain't nowhere near you Backseat drivers got nothing but two cents Shotgun riders too biased, they all liars I should get an A for effort, I'm too tired But I'm never giving up, that's why I'm kind of admired Role model, like it or not, I gotta play it Sugarcoat the rhyme sometimes, but still say it Said I was quitting at 40 is just a fib I'm still a kid that's wiping the food off of my bib You ever wanted something so bad that you could taste it? Cried over everything opportunity wasted good and bad news which one you want first either way you pick the bad still gonna hurt you the worst i never got the bask and the fruits of the labor and i never got the cash from that dude from the label i'm just thinking back I would have did it the same Uh In hindsight, I'm the only one Playing. I ain't picky. I'm just real specific. I want nothing less than terrific. I know y'all get it. I'm aggressive, so I style is clashing. Killer instinct, and I play with passion. I'd rather be hated for being one of the realest than get a lot of love for these overrated appearances. I can stand on skill alone, but I'm a package deal. I can write the whole song and rap for real. I got my head in the cloud with a pun intended. I don't need to see nobody. I don't want no visits. Introverted. I just flirt with the music. Smoke Circles, how I choose it. Stay away from squares, they the one that look like al 7 I've been doing this since I was 11, and the shit gets real. I'm in the building, grown man flow. Ain't got time for the children. Now you can boo me, jump off. I'm winning. I still lay you, though. Shout out to the women. Why you was cool. They was acting wild. Walk in, leave drunk. It was packed for all Belligerent students, man, the shit got messy. Remind me of my first show I did at the Resi. Ain't had no DJ, uh-huh. just the uh-huh. tape deck. Yeah. Opened up a Son of Star Child, I love that. mattis this cat and Larry, he was with the Avengers. Showed me how to make moves and walk with the winners. Soon went to the pen, I never seen him again. But I did a couple shows with his friends. Lumberjack, Brown Clown, So and So, and Do with the orange pants. Ten years later, now I'm rocking the orange pants. <laughs> but they Jabos though, okay. you know. <laughs> fresh to death, yeah. always and forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Number one listed, Nitro, Nitro. with the nice flow, you know, (laughs) it take a picture baby, it'll last longer, (laughs) all in (laughs) your mouth, yeah, in retrospect, just thinking back, to the time when it was all good, the golden era